Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. That red wine birthmark on his shoulder. this well um, I, I mean it, it's it's been a while since we we've been in the swing of things um you me and kevin needed time post the uva jmu game which went about as we expected to to decompress we're we're technically still damp yeah, we're still we're still damp, um, it, physically and and mentally. Just yeah, I wasn't expecting down. to be uh, threatened at the game by, <laughs> by someone who wasn't a JMU fan. Uh, well, yeah, that's yeah. There is definitely that's a topic for a different time, and I think maybe legally we're not allowed to to share should anything come out of that. But it was it was a weird time, but at least started out on the right foot because I. <clears throat> We, we all kind of brought brought different items to drink and eat. And I happened to bring all the way from Georgia a hand-me-down cooler, which has to be over 30 years old. I'd be surprised if it's not closer to 40 years old. And it's a fine, you know, cooler. You've seen the type, hard plastic, white, with a blue top type of thing. The lid work, or the lid is such that when you move the handle, the handle kind of like locks the lid down, not in any great way, but it just kind of slides over very nicely. And you know what it does? It keeps things that are cold, relatively cold, if they have ice on them. And for me, it is, stays cold within the time that I consume the things that go in the cooler. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a pretty good cooler. But, 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 but what if you had the chance to spend the GDP of a fourth world country on a better cooler? I think a, a, firmer, a former executive of this nation had a different term for those countries that we don't use. Um, so so a, 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 the GDP of it of a not quite developed nation, you're saying I could spend on, on, a, on a cooler. Um, Max, is, would there be anything special about this cooler if I was going to upgrade? Um, I assume everything's a tech company now. So tell me about the technology. Oh geez, you actually want me to? <laughs> I don't know. I um, mean, what what do you think would would cause a cooler? You know, this upgraded cooler for me to, yeah, to spend I mean, that amount of cash. I don't have an updated cooler. I guess it'd be pretty cool if, uh, pun intended, if you didn't need to put ice in it. Ah, but then what would keep it cool since it's a cooler? Technology. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just wondering I, if, if, if we know of any particular companies that are doing this and might have particular sets of, of technology. I know something that's been really popular of late with, you know, with certainly with cars and, um, you know, some of these advanced technologies. Certainly, all the phones that we have is, is batteries that go in these. Is there a way we could use a battery in a cooler potentially? I mean, yeah, I guess you could just make a portable refrigerator. There is that one that's also a Bluetooth speaker. 
Oh, that's good. I, well, I'm thinking that would be way more useful. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking specifically of Max, maybe the the uh, oyster cooler, which we were re- which we were maybe reading up earlier. Do they do they happen to have a, a battery of some sort in their uh, uh. in their cooler? Yeah, they have super innovative thermal batteries that fit in the bottom of your cooler. Thermal batteries. Yeah, you, you charge them by putting them in your freezer at home <laughs> until they're frozen. And then you put them in your cooler and they keep your cooler cold. So it's a lunchbox. <laughs> it is, yeah, a $500 lunchbox at that. Did it have a price on there? Did it have a price? Uh, 500. I, I saw 500. 500 okay. listed. So. so I- Max, this this seems to bother some of us here. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I get that, like, Yeti coolers are very popular. I don't know how much they cost. I feel like, to your point, like, I, likewise, for a long time, like, I use kind of just old whatever coolers. I don't find a super noticeable difference. I feel like Yetis have become, like, almost more of a, uh, what's the term? Like, something you show off, a status symbol, Mm -hmm. rather than an actual, just, like, better functional thing. Um, but then there's also like, if you, you, you get to a fine line where in our van, we have a Dometic, uh, chest refrigerator, which means it looks like a cooler, like a chest cooler, but you can plug it in and it becomes a fridge slash freezer that you can set the temp, but you can also unplug it and it stays as a cooler. <laughs> so I'm like, and, and they're, and they're expensive. They are, you know, a good bit more than what you've quoted, but still like I, I, at some point a cooler just becomes a fridge. Like I would imagine the, the battery technology is there, but I also wonder like how long people are trying to keep drinks cool for and how heavy these thermal batteries are. So, so we and, should, we should be yeah. clear eyed about, I, I, I looked at the site and, and I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't see the, the verbiage thermal battery. Um, but if you go into the shop section of the site, they're actually pretty clear. They're ice packs. They're just ice packs. They're ice packs. There's no battery at all. There's nothing that even vaguely resembles a battery. It's a fucking ice pack and you put it in the freezer and it gets cold. Um, the innovation there seems to be that it is, um, you know, molded to the exact size and shape of the floor of the cooler. But really, the from a spin through the oyster performance cooler website the the innovation there and and it's the same it's the same sort of principle as the yeti cooler and the yeti tumbler and these water bottles these metal water bottles is that it's there's like a vacuum sealed insulation aspect to it so there's the chamber that the things you're trying to keep cool are in and then there is the exterior wall and these expensive coolers, what you are paying for is that there is some sort of layer of stuff. There's, there's a a vacuum in between the two so that heat energy from the world around it is harder to get in and warm up your things. And it, like, I, I, I'm sure that a Yeti cooler keeps things colder for longer than the hand-me-down igloo cooler i cannot imagine that it does it 10 times better to justify the price differential um but like let's you know just just to give 
a modicum of credit where due like there is actually yeah. something about these things that makes them work better it's just ridiculous to then dress it up in calling it a performance cooler and charging you know what is half a month's rent for people in some places for a, a fucking cooler and and sean i'm sure i i'm sure you looked at the materials it's made of but but one thing we're 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 kind of balancing here is is when you're talking about insulate well let me say that differently. When you're talking about something that keeps things cool, when it controls temperatures and it does it with like double walled steel or something, mm -hmm. there's no insulation in there. Correct. Whereas, it whereas is insulated, ins but it's not like the it's not a material insulation. And and you know then you can get into well a lot of coolers traditionally they've got this plastic which is a petroleum product and then there's insulation which is in there and it gets big and bulky which for a user perspective is not great. Also. Again, there are costs, um, both actual costs to you, the consumer, and also to the Mother Earth for creating stuff like that. And, and you go, oh, well, you know, maybe I prefer uh, the double-walled steel type of thing and that type of uh, thermal control. But that gets into the whole personal responsibility thing, which we've discussed in this podcast before, as, as kind of – garbage it's not it's not really up to you uh the individual it's it's something that you know shell is doing um but it's still one thing that i want to come back to is is the idea of the status symbol and we mentioned yeti as a company that 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 makes these coolers and you also have you know water bottles made by well yeti and then maybe hydroflask a, a local business to max um that's coolers. That's that is um, also water bottles, things like that. Um, the Stanley water bottles that have become immensely popular of late and are everywhere. I think one thing that is kind of exhausting about this is having a receptacle to drink water out of and reuse it is good. Having something that you can cool your foods or, or whatever when you go to a picnic is good. And having a reliable thing to do that with is good. So in that way, I'll, I'll give some credit to these these companies, you know, doing good faith. But as he sips from his hydro flask water bottle, I think the thing that kind of bothers me and, and puts me into a, a bit of a of a, a spin is that we should always be upgrading on these things. And I'm supposed to buy into not only the status symbol, but the idea that my hand-me-down cooler is not good enough and is going to make me look uncool. Um, and I, you know, I just kind of wonder if, I mean, yes, there's a way I can remove myself from that cycle, but to do it to coolers and water bottles, like, I know it's targeted at me specifically and maybe not the, the, you know, the every person, but it just is, it's exhausting. I'm, I'm exasperated. Uh, I'm that word. I'm really tired out by this. Yeah, I think that like the cooler is kind of a good example because like there is only so much, only so many ways to make a cooler. And like, while this is objectively like a probably a pretty good piece of technology in terms of how it keeps the temperature inside cold, but it's just, it's like not necessary. And there's nothing in between that and like your basic cooler. And so for people who use coolers like every weekend of their life, then this is probably a great product, but then they have to try to find a way to sell it to the rest of us. Mm -hmm. And 
that's when they they bring in all the all the fancy all the fancy wording and saying things like oh it's specifically engineered to hold this many cans so you're like oh yeah that's like better than my cooler which you know i i there's like a gap in it it's like a, but that it doesn't it doesn't matter but they need to make it they like they need to make it sound like it's giving you something that you don't have yeah so you just the price like uh, there's there's a point where it's like that why why did do, why does that matter like 8000 thread count sheets it it like it doesn't it doesn't matter you can do it you can you can put and i see people do this you can take all of your clothing and items and encase it in kevlar but but why like it doesn't need to be cold for that long i don't need to have a kevlar hat to go to a baseball game or whatever and and i think that like well, but what if you need to stop bullets well, you you I, I you cannot I you cannot put a price tag on being tactically prepared, no matter the situation. Uh, maybe that's part of it too. As as a you are never a, more than seven seconds from being at war, wherever you are. It could be Fallujah in ten minutes, and then and then whatever you have needs to stay colder for that much longer I, I mean that's that's it there is something maybe that's part of it is is there is something very uh like kind of dark about it all it's like hey are you ready oh my for God, extreme yes. conditions and most of these things are for leisure for they, they are not necessities at all and they are treated at, when you start putting this technology on it it's like oh well I didn't consider that it's my cooler or my life, basically. <laughs> yeah. Is, you're, the, you're... is the cooler at least bulletproof? <laughs> yeah, but that's something. So, like, a lot of things they advertise themselves as being very durable and also recyclable. And it's like, well, <laughs> God, it doesn't matter if it's well, recyclable. Well, you can give it to somebody right? else. It's, it's well, reduce, reuse, recycle. It's so related to what we talked about, what, was that last week or two, whenever, about returning things and how, like, if the quality of, of things being made is lesser, people will replace them more more frequently. And I think a cooler is a fascinating one because the old-fashioned coolers that we all know you're talking about, I say old-fashioned, but they haven't really changed fashion, but you know, the literal older ones, like, what about there's not a lot that can break man. there. Like, they're fairly durable, to your point. So for an old cooler to be broken, it kind of has to, like, I guess the plastic has to crack. Otherwise, like, it's probably still a cooler. And so you gotta then be, you're deciding you gotta get not drunk to and accidentally it kick it into a bonfire. Broken. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, of course they could break, but I almost wonder if, like, are are you trying to market to people who are who are buying their first cooler versus no. like I'm thinking They're of the vacuum cooler. situation? Mm, no, because no. I I think it's it's like if if you're buying it, you're buying it for like the hit of excitement you get when you open it up and like first use it. You're not buying it because. It, it's fulfilling a need. You, yeah, that's kind of where it goes with the upgrade. It's not. It's not being marketed to people who think they need the absolute best cooler. It's being marketed like you know. I've I've brought this up on several occasions throughout the run of of this podcast. It's being marketed to a generation that um feels like we need to get the absolute best version of everything mm -hmm. you just like this is it's an aziz ansari thing which is like 
millennials are the the generation that is the most obsessed with reviews. I will spend he I will spend two hours looking for uh, you know the absolute best taco truck in LA instead of just going to one of the taco trucks that like just buy a cooler it's for taking beer and sandwiches to the beach well and if you think it's anything more than that and I I will say that there are cases where cases um, there are instances where you know maybe you are in an extreme condition but you're more or less joking yourself if if you think you will be in anything other than these recreational conditions with it but i i mean i i i i you know in the same way that having going to the best taco shop and taking a picture of it like being associated with this thing it does give a lot of people you know some added um a, a appreciation certainly they they think that yeah i'm having a better experience because i have put a value on this thing i know how much it costs and i'm seen as a person who is up on everything well and the and the marketing also drives it that they're like oh like you know how how annoying it is to have like to get ice for your cooler and like you don't have to do that now like the like your experience will be less than perfect if you don't have their cooler hey do you know what they sold in stores for purchase before the oyster cooler ever existed uh ice packs oh yeah also you can just buy whatever (laughs) you you didn't have to put ice in your cooler before this or i was just saying i do think that this is a product that probably makes sense to get if you are using a cooler all of the time, but most it of us still are not using a just cooler. Buy the three hundred and fifty dollar Yeti one instead. Gotcha. I don't, so I don't no know one, about the Yeti cooler. Yeah. No one on earth. I I feel confident saying this. I I really do feel like no one on earth needs the oyster cooler. I can't think of a. I I can't think of an instance where it's strictly strictly necessary um yeah i i i think so i'm asking this earnestly which is so we've discussed this and and this is an upgrade same thing with those water bottles it's it's an upgrade that we kind of find to be maybe unnecessary because we don't see the the rationale for doing it you know when would you ever use this um i was reading yesterday about something called uh, I think the company is called Analog, and they make the Analog Pocket. And the Analog Pocket, and you may have seen things like this. The idea is that you can play classic Game Boy games. Um, I think Game Boy, and then uh, Game Boy Color, and some other Game Boy games too. And the idea is you can do it with all one device. It's not an emulator. You can do it now, Sean. I know you were also thinking about uh, upgrading your console, and I think with either the analog pocket or upgrading your console. I think the pocket is an example because just like cooling drinks is a thing we've always done for a very long time. People have, have felt good about playing these games. And so having a way to more easily do that, which is an upgrade. I, I get that. You may say it's superfluous, but unlike the cooler, I very much understand why this is appealing, why it is marketed the way it is. And so in that, am I wrong to, to, to give, um, validation to the analog pocket, but not the oyster cooler or the Yeti cooler? 
I'm sure you're again, I'm sure you're great companies if you ever want to send us anything, but uh, you know, well, we're I, just qu asking questions here. I'm just asking questions. No, I don't I don't think you're wrong to give validation to something like that and and not to the cooler because fundamentally there is something different. Like this is, you know, part of the reason I am I'm looking at upgrading to a PlayStation 5 is that it is backward compatible. And so like I don't I'm not losing out on games that I've already acquired but haven't played, but they're new games that are being developed in 2023 are not being developed with older generation consoles in mind. Like you can still play them. There are PS4 versions, but they don't have, because the console doesn't have the same sort of graphics engine, the same sort of hardware inside it. Um, there are like, there are levels that you can hit, you know, that, that you couldn't on a, a previous generation. And it's also like, I mean, frankly, the price difference is not nearly that much. Like the price difference between what a new PS4 cost five years ago or whatever it was that I, I, I got it and what a PS5 costs now is probably like, it's probably a hundred, it's probably between a hundred and two hundred dollars, but that's like, that's 40 to 50% at most a 40 to 50% price hike, not a 15 X price differential. And, and I think that with the, with the price differential and in, in everything, it reminds me that, and you talked about backward compatibility. Are you, are we trying to do anything different with these things than we already do? If someone says you can do a different thing, you upgrade all of a sudden the all of a sudden the cooler plays music out of it too. All right, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. I have to change the way I assess this. But it's very hard for me as as someone who is is maybe not a super user. It's not a performance user of a video game console or a cooler or the idea of performance water bottle. I get it if you're playing sports, but a Stanley water bottle, there's no performing there other than in uh, TikToks. So if if it is just, this is the performance version and it's not doing anything different, it's very hard for me to understand. The analog pocket is doing something different. It is, it is approaching this mm. in a different way. The, the, you may tell me that a PS5 or, or one of the PlayStations starts approaching gaming in a different way. Maybe they're using chips made by really amazing engineers that we know. Um, but otherwise, you got it. For me, you have to. There has to be new. I mean, hmm. there's few things better in marketing than new, all new, the all new car this year, whatever. So that's interesting. I think there's another another difference here with like a cons a gaming console where there's like a, a whole there's a broader you know home technology ecosystem that it's a part of and so one of the things that changes is like you know you have 
a console that's got a new and upgraded sort of graphics processor, that means you can actually take advantage of the upgrades in TV technology in the last few years. Like I bought a TV a year ago um, and, and, you know, I, it's it's very it's very much like a snobby first world problems these sort of thing to be like my ps4 is not adequately maxing out <laughs> the, the resolution on my tv but um I, you know I, I don't know in reality it's probably not Your parameters that have changed. different the yeah well, there, there are there changed. are new games like just there are new games you can play that you can only play on a ps5 and that means that it's yes. giving like just ultimately it is giving you functionality but like if you kind of just look at just upgrading your tv that's that's where it's you know it's similar to the cooler where the new tv isn't actually giving you anything new it is just a better experience though i'd argue that the new cooler doesn't really give you a better experience tailgating yeah. so um like you know there there's you could buy a new tv every year and get something a little nicer and a little newer but god that would be generally you kind of just wait so dumb get one and you just wait and TV get one after year. a few years <laughs> leasing <Sure>. tvs <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i i have a kindle that i got right when i graduated from college which was i guess over 10 years ago at this point and i kind of think about getting a new kindle every four months or every time i see oh amazon kindle on sale um and i just can't i can't do it because mine still works fine i just like julie has a newer one like yeah the screen's nicer but like i just i don't know i feel like until it's really broken i just won't be able to i won't be able to, to do it or maybe i'll see a good one on black friday this year uh, and year, and, and that that reminds me of you know max you have the to me famous ac- anecdote maybe infamous of someone you used to work with who uh, their car was about to be paid off and they were like, time to get a new one. And I just, it's not even, you can't account for taste. It's like, you, I can't account for the rationales people use for buying things. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard. It's like, I know that <clears throat> when I have a package that's coming, even if I know what it is, there's something really exciting about like getting the thing, the thing arriving, be it a cooler or a water bottle or, oh, I haven't ordered them yet, but in the next few days I will get loofahs for, for the bathroom, for applying soap to your body. And I will be very excited about that because it will be new. And then very quickly it'll be like, I got new coffee filters. I use them every day. What does it matter to me? But like <laughs> new is impressive and you can get yourself excited for the cooler. But ultimately, I'm going to be doing the same stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I think technology companies, and now everyone wants to be a technology company, like, they've gotten us programmed to this. Like, oh, you have to upgrade your phone every X number of years. Like, people are just used to that. Like, you don't actually have to. My phone works fine. The only time I've upgraded phones is when my phone basically stops working. And that's the thing, is like, if... If you've got a cooler, that's what I was saying earlier with the returns, like an old an igloo cooler is like probably not gonna stop working. Certainly I mean, not as not yeah, as frequently well, as an old iPhone. And they yeah, can even just like, say, we don't support it anymore. Oh, Verizon, we don't the Verizon doesn't service iPhone sixes and older anymore. You can't get service on them. 
Yeah, it's kind of like analog versus digital things. Like you can't make the the analog cooler. I mean, I guess the new cooler is still analog, but you can't. No, it has thermal batteries. Charging your freezer. You know, you can make a TV a little bit better every year, and so there, there's always an option to upgrade. But whereas coolers, you have to. It's like all or nothing. You gotta 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 go big or gotta stick with the classics. It's the last remaining thing that doesn't have a chip in it. That we know about. Well, we can probably fit one in. We get the if we want, as long as it's. I feel pretty right confident <clears throat> that you're that you're possibly from the 1980s. Igloo plastic cooler does not have any computer chips in it. That was a time when we thought that computers were sent by the Russians to infiltrate us and destroy us from within. I mean, there might be there might be computer chips in Russian coolers from the 1980s <laughs> that we put in. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's it, it's a I I really like the point of not being supported anymore, um, a thing not being supported anymore. Something that's really nice about buying just that old cooler, um, or a, a DVD, or even a Blu-ray, is that if you have it, and as long as the the continuity of that thing, the the structural integrity remains. It is yours, and you can continue to use it. Now, you could say, well, you could put in a Blu-ray player, and then kind of like Sean, your experience with this isn't maxing out and whatever. But in general, you have this fairly analog thing, and it is yours, and it is uncorruptible. Um, Somebody read (laughs) Richard Brody's uh, column in The New Yorker about the argument for keeping your DVDs. Oh, I feel like we we yeah, I feel like we revisited that before. But no, that um, that's from like within the last two weeks. Oh, I haven't read it yet, so I'm he gonna stole read it. our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just yeah. I guess what I'm getting after is like, there's nothing wrong with a a simple thing if you have simple aims, and I, I'm you want to play games. There are a lot of ways to do it. You can do it simply, or you could do it at a performance level if, if you're so inclined. With a cooler, I have very simple aims. So I see this stuff, and it's just really hard for me to understand. And maybe that's a, a blind spot for me, but also I've seen coolers use used, what, thousands of times? Maybe millions of times, depending on the parking lot I was in. They all do the <laughs> same exact thing. So it's just hard. Yeah. So sell services instead of things because you know I'll always need services. Clearly, good. That's definitely the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pivot. pivot. We had pivot to video, and now we have pivot to services. Monthly I mean, cooler fee. Well, yeah. and we'll send you three fully charged thermal batteries a month. You you say that's basically what the car companies do with like that. Hey, you want to you want to have a remote start? Now it's a now it's a subscription. Well. I think now we're going to pivot to uh, Pierce's sorry. What uh, what are you apologizing for this week? So some uh, some amount of time ago, we discussed um, uh, that I had started using Pinterest a little bit, and I'm I'm still doing that. Maybe not as not as hot and heavy as I was previously, but they they send they send emails that are catered to me, and I take a look at them, and then I'll go into the app sometimes. I'm sorry to the algorithm um, and also to the people I've, I've shown this, but um, 
for a while and now it's going away it's working itself out of the algorithm but i saw a funny picture and i clicked on it and this caused me to continuously get posts and everything else about at-home aquaponics for i think like two months and i i'm not going to show you anything because then it will get back in the algorithm but basically people have this uh symbiotic relationship in their backyards of like here are my plants and they're getting watered and then the water goes or or vice versa i forget which i'm not going to verify it but then you also have live fish that you're growing so you're you have basically a fish hatchery and plants in one kind of unit in your backyard and i was fascinated and i shouldn't have clicked (laughs) You know, it's like the injury things we were talking about before the podcast. It's like, no, just don't, just don't look at it. You do not want to see that. But, but it was, it made no sense, and it it flooded my feed for for weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, maybe offense or no offense, but like, you seem like a pretty ideal customer for that. I don't. Well, I, I feel like on. you would love that. They figured they they even once they got one click that they could yeah. lock onto the sky. I, I don't think, but you're they're like you're supposed to eat the fish. I think, and that's weird to oh. like throw animals for consumption in your backyard. That is yeah. our, our beings. Further evidence that there is like weird prepper survivalist undertones under so much of this stuff. It's like, yeah. what if what if you need to live off your land? Yeah, I, I really want to show you all like some some pictures of it, but I don't want it to come back <laughs> up again. So, Matt, Max, you should look that's it what, up. That's what the incognito mode's for. <laughs> I shouldn't. I'm pretty sure Pinterest doesn't have incognito mode. <laughs> well, I know, but you can probably look up what this thing is without Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. you can just you can just uh, search engine aquaponics. Nah, it's gonna we'll, show up now that we talked about it. We'll let it infect our own devices. Don't worry. Um, okay. Uh, we should do a big idea from pop culture and uh speaking of things that are are analog and and then over time become digital i have actually gone in reverse uh on on one thing in my life um i started listening a while back to a podcast called reminding you why you love football uh it is important to note that that is uh in the British parlance. Uh, so it's a soccer podcast from, <coughs> uh, <clears throat> from a, a group, uh, the group behind Mundial magazine. Um, and it's just like, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying even when it is stuff that I don't really know about, but their whole deal is like, we're going to go into we're going to go like a level deeper and go into sort of like the the ephemera and the weird shit in the game and like they'll discuss you know a a well-known player but they'll talk about the time that he was on loan at some small club somewhere and and it was like a weird thing for you know x person to be there um and so i've been enjoying that so much uh that I have subscribed to their magazine, the print magazine shipped to me across the Atlantic Ocean. Um, and there is something that is just really nice about magazines. I don't know. I, it's like the perfect 
the perfect size and format for like a weekend day. I just it's outstanding. So don't, don't let don't let someone tell you that they can upgrade the magazine if it's still something you can hold in your hands. Yeah. So I I I I can't I can't in good conscience say that this particular one would be for everyone, but I would highly recommend if you have something that you are interested in finding a magazine about it. I think you'll have a good time. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's close the show with trivia. Max, what do you have for us? Yeah. So I don't know if this is trivia as much as it is a fun little game slash maybe a future apology from me, <laughs> but oh, okay. it is September 19th today. Which means we're probably in the in the swings of pumpkin palooza at places like Trader Joe's, where I'm gonna go after this and otherwise, uh, where you can get seemingly pumpkin spice flavored cardamom, clove, everything. So, I decided to do a little digging and find out the most obscure pumpkin spice themed or flavored items that I could find for sale as of September 19th, 2023. So I'm going to list for you six uh, retail products, one of which is not real. Oh, nice. (laughs) Five of which are real. (laughs) Hell yeah. You need to tell me which of these pumpkin spice Halloween-themed products is not available for purchase in September of 2023. Shit, yeah, this is gonna be is awesome. Is it A Bush, like Anheuser Bush <laughs> pumpkin spice dog brew, a non-alcoholic pumpkin spice flavored dog beer? B Hefty brand cinnamon pumpkin spice ultra strong trash bags, which are cinnamon scented trash bags. Uh C Angelic Diamonds Pumpkin Spice Latte Engagement Ring. Which is, uh, you know, an engagement ring themed for pumpkin spice latte lovers. Uh, D, Krispy Kreme Pumpkin Spice Doggy Donuts. Donuts, again, made for your dog. Uh, E, Listerine Pumpkin Spice Flavored Breath Strips. Or F, Dude Wipes Dumpkin Spice (laughs) Toilet Wipes. So yeah, of those six products, five of them can be purchased today. (laughs) Only one of them is fake. Um, so I, I I I guess I have my answer. I yeah, Yeah. I think I do too. Um, you two go first because I want to. I just want to go through. Do you know it again? No, I don't. I don't know it, but I want to go through it's my. Rationale the, it's kind of hard to make up fake ones, but like yeah. some of these are too ridiculous guess, to make up. I, I I guess my answer is A, the bush. All right. <sighs> okay, so uh, that that is where I was leaning first as well, um, because dog beer doesn't sound like something that Anheuser Busch would make. Uh, regardless of whether or not it is pumpkin flavored. Um, I, however, 
I believe that there is one of these products that is so heinous that no one would be dumb enough to invent it, and that is Listerine pumpkin spice breath strips. So I am also going with Listerine because that one almost feels like, like oh yeah yeah I could see that but but if no, someone and, created that they should lose their job and never work <laughs> in this town again. Whereas everything else like the bush is almost too specific and I think I've seen the bush pumpkin spice beer or something before so i think that's real so i'm also saying listerine strips but max tell us what the right answer is uh sean and pierce you are correct yeah <laughs> I, I made up the listerine pumpkin spice breath strips I, my made-up response was between that and jimmy dean pumpkin spice breakfast sausage so uh, so i i think i, I shared before pu- pumpkin spice breakfast sausage or someone has made pumpkin spice I, sausage before. i think i've seen that oh, and that's why I yeah, believe it was that. and yeah, apparently so, it was kind of good so uh so yeah bush I, I bush has a um pumpkin uh pumpkin spice dog brew uh hefty makes cinnamon pumpkin ultra i knew the hefty was gonna bags. be real the hefty yeah crispy cream is making pumpkin spice doggy donuts there's also a pumpkin spice avocado oil caviar, but I skipped that because that's just absurd. Uh, Angelic Diamonds is making a 10,000 pound pumpkin spice latte ring. That is, quote, the perfect ring for when it's love at first sip. You weren't going to get you weren't going to get that one past thing. the guy who's created many Facebook ad campaigns to sell chocolate diamonds for yeah. K and Zales. And then the one that I couldn't really say out loud, but obviously it's real. Is the dude wipes Dunkin' Spice wipes, which are uh, um, they're butt wipes made with clove, nutmeg, and other fall shit, according to the brand. They gotta calm the fuck down. You know what? You know what? At least, at least we know that these are kind of low stakes. Well, except for maybe the engagement ring. Um, these are all kind of low stakes items, and like they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be funny, whereas like thermal batteries, we are supposed to take seriously. <laughs> like that. Like I appreciate that. Like I just, <laughs> I just want to get a beer for my dog and it be fun. For I just want to give my dog beer and a beer and a donut. Yeah, that famous combination. <laughs> Oh, you go with any cooler. There's no reason to preserve it for the apocalypse. Well, no, you want the donuts to be hot and fresh, obviously. Oh, get two coolers. Oh, okay. That's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com, or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. Uh, we'll be back again soon to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Dumpkin. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>